Rupture Radio Patreon exclusive Rupture Radio Patreon exclusive Rupture Radio Patreon exclusive Alright, welcome back everyone. It's Dermot here, bringing you an exclusive discussion with Dublin South West Councillor Liam Sinclair. Liam is a former Green Party member and recently left the party due to disagreements with their function in government. He was kind enough to sit down with us and give his perspective on what drew him to the party initially, what life was like on the inside and what eventually caused him to leave. I think it makes for an interesting conversation and gives an insider look on recent developments in the Green Party. Okay, so I'll pop over to the conversation now. All right, I'm delighted to be joined on the line by former Green Party member and Dublin South West councillor, Liam Sinclair. Thanks a million for joining me, Liam. Yeah, thanks for having me. No problem. So on January 19th, you resigned from the Green Party, citing issues with their actions in government. Before getting into how that came about, you might outline how you got into politics in the first place and how long you'd been with the party. Yeah, of course. Um, so I joined the Green Party officially in 2015, though I have been voting for them since I have been able to vote. Um, I have a family background in it. My dad uh, has been an activist for uh, environmental causes, uh, the Green Party in the late 80s, early 90s and Friends of the Earth at around the same time. So um, it is something I, I grew up hearing discussions on and I would have been at uh, protests and that sort of thing I don't ever feel he tried to push it on me but it was mm. definitely uh, there in the background uh, I suppose I didn't really start putting any serious thought into it until 2014-2015 I was working in a uh, call centre and um, we won't name who I was working for but they are a <laughs> satellite television provider so yeah, very good. <laughs> um, and it was just you know a, a mixture of we were sitting around talking about what was wrong with everything but we didn't seem to have any intention uh, of doing anything about it uh, and I think one of the the, the final straws for us when in quick succession they'd kind of gave us all a nod 0.7% increase in our pay okay. one year. And I just was, I would have rathered nothing rather than yeah, exactly. I just was thing. And then within 10 days, they'd also send out an email of their yearly financial of how much profit they had made. Now, I can't remember the figures, but I remember doing some maths and kind of figuring out that if they had even taken 10% of that profit that they had made and shared it, Equally across everybody in the com- company, we would have all gotten four thousand euro, um, and that is considerably more than the nine point seven percent they were offering me. And it just it just ba- baffled me that nobody seemed to care. So, mm, yeah. <laughs> um, I did start looking around, and I didn't just look at the the, the Green Party. I did look at other parties. Um, while I was considering it, but uh, the policy platform that the Greens were putting forward and the fact that I had been voting for them meant that's that's where I ended up and I, I reached out. Yeah, so it was a kind of like a mix of uh, like general frustration, economic frustration in your job um, and environmental concerns that kind of attracted you to the party at the time. And did you find that that was what kind of drew in the majority of people in the party at the uh, same time when you were joining? Well, in Dublin Southwest for sure, and I would like. Mm. I I do think I've 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 talked about what happened uh, in work, but it, it is primarily. Uh, I I love trees. I think we should be planting trees mm. all the time. I think trees are really really important. I'm terrified that we don't have enough. I'm terrified that not everybody is terrified by that mm. fact. 
Um, so there was that core there. So at, at the core, that's what everybody joins the Green Party for here in Dublin Southwest. Um, it is primarily, or the people that came to the meetings anyway, were primarily uh, left-minded people. Um, I actually did go to one meeting before I officially joined because okay. there's always going to be that doubt about uh, whether you're on the same page as them or not. But that was very quickly uh, put to the side by the people that I met at my first meeting. Yeah, I think that's fairly general experience. Like you don't really know what you're getting into. It can seem quite divorced for a lot of people, politics um as it stands and the idea of getting in, involved in like an organization doesn't strike a lot of people i don't think um so what was the party like when you when you first got involved and obviously like how did it change over time or did you notice a change and i think most noticeable in recent developments was the kind of pull between more conservative forces uh, and those like you said would have been on the party left was that always there or was that as well kind of a recent development well yeah i think that was that was always there. There was there was more conservative people there, but people with a progressive mindset. It definitely felt like they were a majority. And if you looked at the the policy platform, and the policies do come from the membership in the Green Party, and they mm. were uh, very progressive. Now, I never were. I had no interest in really getting deep, deep into into policy. So I never joined all joined in in those policy meetings. But anecdotally. There were some rows sometimes that there were conservative voices going, but um, they did they did seem like a, a, a minority. It was largely left-minded or progressive people, yeah. um, and the policy reflected that. So these are the people I'm meeting, but that, I don't know, maybe that's just who, who I happened to speak to. And you felt the same way in that, in like the prominent kind of members who would have been in like leadership positions or in representation positions, you felt that they were left-minded too, or that they had an ear to the like, the general mind of the party, which you felt was was left-minded, is, is that it? Uh, yeah, I think that's probably fair uh, that they were soft left uh, mm. in the most cases, and that could have been partially listening to what was being said uh, on the ground or in in their communities and so on. But generally speaking, people who were candidates or spokespeople for sure um, would have been more progressive. My experience uh, was that people who were espousing more conservative views weren't putting themselves forward um, to be representatives or officers uh, for the party. So the, 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 the more energetic core of the party was for sure the, the more progressive. That came through in the whole discussion around uh, the like program for government or negotiations to go into government with Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael, where we would have spoken with um, some left-wing activists in the Green, like Saoirse McHugh, who would have argued that there's no chance that it'll happen because exactly what you were saying, the energetic core, the driving force in the party is very left-minded, very um, like very minded towards social justice and environmental justice. But obviously it ended up panning out in a different way. Did you find that that was like not reflective of where things were going at that stage? Did that come as a shock or, or was that like a, a result of like an ongoing pull between the two forces? It was a surprise. Now, I do. I, I think that the, the the driving force behind it was a genuine desire to to do the right thing and to be in a position to emphasize things. Um, and like, I just watching it from my position was it was a bit. It was an it was unusual. I I I almost felt disattached from it because I just didn't understand. Like, it, it started off with a letter to 
Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael saying these are the things that we need answers on if yeah. we're to go uh, into coalition and Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael responded essentially saying no yeah and to me that was the end of it like obviously can't begin negotiations based on this platform so I was wrong for the totally when they did and again from the outside I heard that there was some fairly rancorous arguments about that like it was it, it was yeah. not an easy thing for the parliamentary party to come to a decision on uh, and there was uh, a lot of a lot of passionate debate on that one but we they ended up going for it um like i'm not surprised that they were willing to talk to Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael or whomever like it was always said that we would speak with anyone mm. i think the surprise was that when the conversation to me was not going in a in a positive direction that it continued and i'm not i'm not against the decision in the first place to talk to them and um, but maybe should have taken more control over over, over that so uh, like that's <laughs> yeah, yeah it's frustrating i read actually when you first um made the announcement that you kind of felt that your departure was inevitable after the program for government was agreed like was this the point that you first noticed the divergence in like what you wanted or what you expected and, and the direction that the party was going in or was that kind of like a a build-up and a final straw type of scenario yeah, well, it was quite sudden. Like, I knew there was a variety of opinions in the party. Like, for better or for worse, the Green Party are a wide church and they do appeal to uh, a diverse range of of views. But it was more, like, it's in, it comes from two directions. First of all, it's the ideological core of it. Now, I have been told by enough external people that I'm, that I'm left-minded or a socialist. I haven't read much theory yeah. I, ha- I have a bit in passing because i like to read in general and keep that varied and um, but i don't intend to read a huge amount more i just <laughs> don't want don't think people should be poor i don't think that that's asking yeah. too much um it, so there was that the things that i talked about in the doors here in tala in the, the local elections we were talking about making uh, a carbon tax that could work for working people uh, and it was um, the, the, the refund method of it. And it is it's a really, really good idea. And like I pushed that uh, in conversations and really took time to, to talk to people over and uh, put a lot of my own energy into winning people over to that idea. Uh, and we also talked about public transport being free or at least severely reduced in price and other simple little things that help us in averting the worst of the climate crisis that's definitely we're in the midst of um, and little things that not only assist with that but bring people along because if you're going to make a real big difference you need to bring everybody along with you and they were the policies that I was pushing on the door and there was no sign of them in the program for government so there was there was that side of thing but the, the, the manner of it as well like I said I mentioned earlier that the negotiations shouldn't have progressed negotiations after that letter as far as I'm concerned mm. uh, and then when the debate was going on just the arguments from the people that were pro going going in uh, like very very few people actually came out and said oh this is a good deal we should go in based on the fact that this is an exceptional deal and we're getting everything that we wanted uh, the people are saying it was the best deal possible and I just didn't 
buy that. Um, if that was the best deal possible, that signaled to me that we shouldn't have been working with the people that weren't willing to give us the other yeah. things. Um, and there was arguments about banging on tables and get moving more in our direction and being, um, I think, and it's like one of the the sound bites that really stood out for a lot of people was being in opposition within. And I really liked the person who, who, who made that statement, but mm. I didn't think it was real. You can't be in opposition within. If you agree to go in with somebody, then you're in. And it's just not our style to bang tables and demand more and so on. And I just, I, it, it just, it wasn't real. And nobody was saying this was a great deal. <laughs> And some people were saying that the alternative government um, was was worse, but I just didn't think that that was any of our business. It was like you either yeah, go exactly. in in government if you want to do good things or you don't. And the fourth biggest party in the country doesn't have overall responsibility for who is there. So I just I didn't buy the arguments and it was a bit. Well, we were having the debate. I spoke at the debate and I made it about um, how the programme for government did nothing for uh, struggling people, working people, working families. I, and that's what I spoke about. But one thing that I found really striking yeah. while we were at the debate over the programme for government is that you would have young people, you would have people in their, their teens and early 20s that were coming on and saying, don't do this. Not not all yeah. of them. Granted, there were young people that were in favour as well, but by and large, most of them were against it and they were saying please don't do this this is not a good deal for young people it's not a good deal for the future and then you'd have people who are older like in their 40s and more that would come on and say i'm doing this for the next generation and it's like well just fucking listen, listen to the next to generation yeah. then <laughs> they're trying to tell you yeah. they're trying to tell you that it's not a good thing and we're going to alienate the next generation of the party and you just I not think listen. you see that like the youth swing has obviously been kind of devastated at this stage um there's figures, I don't have them on top of my head, but like they've gone from however many student societies now down to wrapping up the vast majority of them. Um, there's a few things that you mentioned there that I that I largely agree with. And there's some different perspectives, obviously, um, on things like carbon taxes as well. But that like core point of the need to like bring people with you when you're making these changes, you can offer a positive vision in terms of free yeah. public transport or a green jobs program and, and that there is alternatives. And I often feel that like those pragmatic voices, which for better or for worse or honestly or, or not, do kind of limit that scope of what's possible, maybe through best of intentions or maybe through other things like their own position uh, or their own biases or, or whatever. I think your point that, that you made about once you get in there, it is extremely hard to stop going with the flow. Like we've seen it now and we've seen it prior with the uh, Green Party and Labour in 2011, that once you're in there, you really are up against it, um, whether it's from forces within government or the media or the pressure from your own base that you've kind of sold um, the idea of we're going to get in there and we're going to be able to influence things. And obviously it doesn't pan out like that. And we can see that in some of the quite reactionary stuff like CETA now or um, the modern baby homes, I think uh, was, a, was a massive one too. Just that when you when you mentioned the kind of shock that you experienced that it or, or kind of threw you off that the conversation was continuing, was that the general mood among those on the left of the party at the time? Or like, was there some that anticipated that move and and realized that that they were in for a battle, um, but had hoped over time that they were winning that battle? Was it as much of a shock to to the most amount of people? Yeah, I I do think that um, 
it was a surprise to to most of us on on the left of the party, and like it was hard. This this was kind of early doors, um, pandemic, so we were still getting used to a new form of communication. Um, I'm I'm not very vociferous in general, and in particular at this time, like I know that there were conversations going on between, um, uh, people that I would be ideologically closed in the party like my colleague Peter down in Clondalk and then yeah. Lorna and uh, Sirish I don't actually know um, other than by reputation but I knew that there was conversations going on with them in some form of organisation I had a two month old child at the time so I couldn't right. really yeah. <laughs> a lot going on as is exactly yeah, yeah. I, so I couldn't throw myself into it full throated but I did try and stay in touch and made sure I was up on the talking points and saw what the arguments and um, where so yeah it was a surprise and i did that new form of communication didn't help us i really feel that if we if if, if it had a gone like if we had it done what you would normally do where we'd all show up in one place and the debate would be had on that day and the votes would be cast that day and um, we could have moved a few more people our way uh, but with the platforms that we were using, I found we had one meeting here in um, at Dublin Southwest and Dublin Midwest, our cooperative uh, in the Green Party. Uh, we've merged as one one bigger group just because there was very few of us um, mm. when we did that a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, and there was a meeting and just a few, the most people who showed up were the anti-coalition people and even the pro coalition people who showed up left early to have dropped a text into the thing and left early so there was no real there was no real engagement and people could then just stick to what they were doing without engaging so I thought that was a that was a real sh- a real shame that we couldn't have that open debate I mean, it was quite an open debate the way it could be yeah. but uh, yeah, I was surprised by uh, the the momentum that uh, the coalition group got into. Um, there was a lot of uh, people who would not have necessarily been variable on other matters who became very variable on this. And yeah, like I said there was pressure from from all sorts. Yeah, I, yes, a lot of people, a lot of us were surprised, and it did take us a while to mobilise. And I never really got involved with that mobilisation uh, due to my own other circumstances. But um, yeah, we probably could have done a little bit better and partly us and partly circumstances of course yeah i think it like things start moving you really have to be organized from the get-go um because the core of the like more conservative forces will always be kind of more galvanized um to get things done because they're coming from a, a stronger position i think when you say that there was like a lack of engagement do you mean that in the sense that like it felt in some quarters that the decision was already made um, or there was just like an inability to have that to tease these things out, or an unwillingness, maybe. I'd say it was the it was the platforms because people yeah. weren't feeling, and I've noticed this in other aspects of my life when we're moving on to 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 Zoom or Teams or whatever, and that you can't the emotion is not in in the discussion. Whereas if you were showing up, you could talk to the people, you could whisper amongst yourselves, people beside you, you could step outside for a little bit on the break and you just didn't didn't have that informal communication that you that you would have had so no i, I don't think that this was the, a grand plan coming together from the pro coalition things i think it was primarily circumstances and a little okay. bit that and yeah. um, the, the 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 starry-eyed optimists in us got a bit caught on the on the hop and the manner of it as well like say when 
when you see, and I'm going back to where I saw the trouble starting, is that when you see a positive response to that letter from Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael that said, no, we're basically not going to do most of the things that you want to do. Uh, and that, that getting a positive response from us, that wrong foot you, you don't really know where you stand um, on that. And it takes a little bit longer to get up and get started. And uh, look, I can't speak. I know that there were there were conversations going on that I couldn't be a part of, that there was, there, we weren't a completely disorganized group. It's just that firstly, we, we were a bit slow to get full on on this yeah. and secondly the circumstances uh, that were also impacting absolutely every person on this planet at the time and still are uh, were going against us a little bit as well i would agree that it did seem kind of like there was a delay but that that can happen in the process of the whole thing we were obviously hoping um to see and, and we did to an extent and we're happy to see the left wing of the party kind of organizing and fighting back um, and then you would have had the break off from the just transition greens recently. Um, obviously, that's positive and that's an ongoing process, I think, uh, in my view. But what was that all like from the inside? Like once, OK, they're entering government now. Where do we go from here? How do we best organize against this? I imagine there was quite a few different perspectives on that. Uh, yeah. So there was the just transition greens was one um, uh, conduit where people who were like-minded on what the shortfalls of this coalition agreement were and could like in a in a unified manner bring that to leadership and make sure that it was a, a strong part of the conversation and you could see the issues did start at that point because the resistance to that group being formed was i surprisingly vicious like i i thought it, i i am one of the signatories of the letter uh, that was sent into the executive so that we could get mandated as an internal group in the party. And I genuinely thought that it was a perfectly natural thing for people to do. But part of the fallout from that was that there were two elected officials in a, in a WhatsApp group told me that if I wasn't happy, maybe I should just leave the party. Right. Okay. And the manner in which they, they, they made it, it wasn't a, a polite suggestion. They were saying like, that uh, it was ridiculous and there was no need for it and one of them even said like I was only talking about just transition earlier and I couldn't believe and I was like oh well if you've said the words just transition <laughs> problem solved let's let's you wrap it all up for government a few times <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah as it go I'm a millionaire I'll yeah, check the yeah. app now yeah. but I won't be <laughs> so I was I was I was told to leave and it was bad now like there were people suggesting that that was that was bullying and I should report it. I, right. I didn't think it was. I, I gave as good as I got. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a one-off uh, confrontation with these two. But uh, I was relieved to see there was five people who I'd had little or no interaction with before that got in touch with me directly to see, are you all right? So at least yeah, it yeah. was as bad as I thought it was. Um, and like one of these people was quoting Greta Thunberg at me, which I thought was like, I wouldn't claim any expertise in what Greta Thunberg does say but I don't think <laughs> you know the, the the new way of doing things that she pushes forward uh, involves getting involved with the two parties yeah. in Ireland who have always been representative of uh, the establishment <laughs> so it was just and um, that's uh, 
that sort of a it, it was that should have been a sign of things to come because it was it was fought back on viciously yeah. in a way that it shouldn't have been and it, it, a pattern did emerge on that that when people tried to ask questions and it wasn't it wasn't me most of the time and this is me observing things um that questions were being greeted with bafflement and pushback and why don't you trust us and yeah. um all of this sort of nonsense um and it's just it became it became a very tough environment very quickly like it just you, you if, if you wanted to say something that was could be in any way construed as critical you had to really steal yourself for people coming yeah. at you hard so mm. um that's a thing and like you mentioned the mother and baby homes earlier the, the main issue that a lot of people had with that is that survivor groups weren't consulted and yeah. us talking like the greens are famous for talking subjects uh true from start to finish and talking and talking and getting everybody's opinion and so it should have been natural like it's unbelievable that we didn't consult with survivor groups yeah. in those circumstances because it's just something that we should be good at um and it just became a bit it came disillusioning very quickly when, as I was saying earlier, the banging on tables and being in opposition within and demanding more. The complete opposite was true. We seemed very keen to go with the flow yeah, and yeah. not fight. And I swear, if one more person had said to me that politics is the art of the possible, I was just going to <laughs> turn off the internet in my house and isolate myself because it's such an easy thing to say but when you're not pushing to the very bounds of what's possible, you shouldn't really be throwing it out. And yeah, that was the atmosphere that 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 came up. And yeah. it wasn't me, like I said, it primarily wasn't me. It was more young people that got it, people that were more outspoken than me. Uh, women and young women in particular yeah. um, didn't were made feel very unsafe to of voicing opinions, and that was visible to me. I've spoken to 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 one young woman who got a lot of abuse. Um, and I apologized to her at the time because I saw it happening and I, yeah. I said nothing myself. Um, but that was the kind of atmosphere that was that was starting to ferment. It's nasty how those things can kind of get picked up. And um, I think it's um, there's been a few people that have come out. Lorna Bow very admirably came out, was quite vocal on the pushback that she received and, and the kind of just people seeking to like shut out dissenting voices. Um, Obviously, that built up and led to just transition greens, as we spoke about, which is kind of in um, a one foot in, one foot out position at the moment, seemingly. There's kind of questions on how that will proceed or how left wing greens will operate going forward. And I think like you yourself have obviously left the party now. There's been other people leaving. And like like you mentioned, there has been some calls on some in the socialist left that there's a need for a kind of broad anti-capitalist party which would oppose coalition with the right in principle to avoid the kind of like potholes that the Greens had fallen into, Labour had fallen into in the past, and like standing on a more principled platform from the get-go. What, what's your kind of thoughts on that or how things can proceed going forward? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm supportive of, of the concept for sure. And I know a lot of the people that are, that are driving for it and they're, they're, they're good people. From my point of view, and I think a lot of uh X greens and soon to be X greens would be of a mind would be that we would have to wait and see before we could get involved like that. Um, so you know, there's a bit of 
it's it's a it's a communication thing where I've I've always felt that you should be talking mostly about what you want to do. This is what I want to achieve. Uh, this is where I think society is wants to go, and this is what we should be doing to achieve that. Now you absolutely need to point out that the other lads are doing this thing terribly and so on and so forth. But the balance between those two things, you need to be talking much, much more about what you want to do. And if that's what this group, if this group forms and continues and that's the tone that they're coming out with, absolutely I'll be supportive of it and mm, yeah. um, help out whatever way I could. But it is, it is very much a wait and see uh, for me at the moment because like I say, like 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 many Greens, I have uh, I have been on the the the, the receiving end of uh, some fairly strongly worded opinions at times, and it's hard to it's hard to just kind of brush that off and uh, move directly into it. But you know, it it is good people, and I, I yeah. I'm hopeful that it works out well, and I'm hopeful that in the the medium term I can be a part of it. I don't like I don't think these things come about straight away. There's obviously like a betting down process, building up kind of trust and like it's just about people getting involved uh, on common platforms and kind of breaking down more of those personal barriers or like interpretations of like animosity or whatever uh, between the different groups. So I think that's a positive position on it anyway. Um, I guess just lastly on the Green Party um, is just a question of like where you see it going now. It's obviously been in this situation before um, of having some very bad prospects or for losing a bit of its base or letting down some people um, only for it to kind of drop, like gain momentum again and a positive chapter seemingly to open up um, for it to happen again. I, I guess the question is, do you see us kind of come back here in a couple of years or like what's happening with the party now in your view? I suppose a short answer there is like I don't I, I I wouldn't have been engaged politically the the last time this was an issue for the Greens, um. So I don't really know the ins and outs, but I think we've changed a lot of as a society since then, and a big part of the issue that we're having is that the Green leadership have 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 misinterpreted what direction things are moving in from a society point of view, and they've attached themselves to a, a declining power um so look I, I, I don't think the greens are going to be wiped out in another general election maybe if it happened tomorrow and we were still in the midst of a pandemic they would but yeah. i i do think they will be back albeit in reduced numbers and um, so it won't be the exact same as the last time i do think the green party in its current format i can't see them finding a way back in to the left or yeah. as, as, as a vanguard of progressive politics because the decisions that have been made now have alienated the people who would have taken a leadership role in a Green Party that would be strong on progressive politics and many of them have, have left as a result. So I think we're just going to go like i don't know centrist politics is it's not yeah. a, it's not a thing and it's something that they're they're very very tightly grasping onto and it will always you you will always have people who want to adhere to that people who who maybe don't have a, a, a close familiarity with the the harder parts of of uh, poverty or or uh, who have been set against for whatever other reasons 
Um, so yeah, I like I said, they, they they'll still be around after the next general election, uh, if in a reduced form. And look, I'm always one. I don't. I whenever people say I'll never vote for blank again, I just don't buy that. I'm always willing to to forgive. I'm always willing if people acknowledge what they've done wrong and they want to do things differently. They're they're absolutely. I don't believe in lost causes, but they're definitely on an uphill struggle. I think that they have. They, they have lost a lot of ground with the more progressive forces and it just depends on who steps in like you say if there's a yeah. if there's a broad coalition of the left that can step in and 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 uh, really fight to be the voice for those people or I suppose the social democrats have a chance I'm not sure really what the direction for social democrats is but they're absolutely in a position to step in and be a voice for those people yeah so there is i do look yeah, yeah. they'll still be around but there is there is a big progressive voice out there that's not represented at the moment that the green party could have been represented representatives for um and somebody's gonna have to step in and be there it's not gonna be me i'm i'm mm-hmm. i'm local politicians only i just want lots of trees planted here in south county dublin so I, the lot that kind of does touch on i was just going to say like i've obviously think you've made a big decision it's never easy leaving a party that you contribute to over a number of years or that you have like aspirations in so fair play for that i was going to ask had you thought about what you might do next but I, I think you had kind of given a sense of it there that it'll be more local you're obviously busy with the council and things like that and and kind of maybe get a reevaluation of where to go over time yeah, like I said, no, no hurry. I, I, I make it a point to not be in a hurry unless it's absolutely necessary. Uh, that's why I took nearly a year, even though like I, I kind of knew when we went into government that it was inevitable that I wasn't going to be going for re-election under a, a Green Party banner, whether that meant not going for re-election under another banner or so on. Uh, I hadn't decided, but I yeah, I'll take my time. I'm happy enough as an independent councillor at the moment. I still have an excellent relationship um, with... Uh, my former Green colleagues, Councillor Donaghy and Councillor O'Byrne, were still working closely to together, uh, and Councillor Kavanagh, obviously, who um, followed me out the door. That's uh, that's really speaks to his admiration for me. I think. I think that sounds like a good plan, anyway, and I'll uh, I wish you all the best. So thanks a million for for sitting down with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Fuck, you stick your trousers on and you lost bit of makeup. You're-